This is Rumble in the Morning on FM 99. We're going to start with a little change in the uh, music here. Oh. Because Derek Carr of the Raiders, oh. uh, soon to be former quarterback of the Raiders, he wrote a letter and put it out there on online oh. saying goodbye to the city of Oakland and the city of Las Vegas because he's not going to be the Raiders quarterback no more. He wrote, thank you to the city of Oakland for taking us. Thank you for the city of Las Vegas for allowing us to proudly call you home. Thank you to the organization, my teammates, all my coaches, staff, and everyone that helped me these last nine years in those two buildings. Thanks to all Raider Nation that supported, encouraged, pushed, and uplifted me at different times along the journey. Raider Nation, you're truly special. I once said that if I'm not a Raider, I would rather be at home, and I meant that. But I never envisioned it ending this way. Never. Ever. The fire is burning inside me to win a championship. It still rages. A fire no man can extinguish. Wow. Only God. Wow. So I look forward to a new city and a new team. No matter the circumstance, they will get everything I have. Winning a championship is what I've always wanted, and I want to continue to work towards that. God bless you all with love. DC4. Derek Carr. That's, uh... What I love, though, is he tags on at the end there, basically like, hey, I'm out of here, but I'm going to come back and beat yeah, you suckers. Yeah, I'm out of here, <laughs> but by the way, F you. Yeah, when I come back, I'm kicking your ass. That's right. Uh, yeah, uh, now the Baltimore Ravens, they have another quarterback issue. They're in the postseason, unlike the Raiders, but their main quarterback, Lamar Jackson, he tweeted something out yesterday. He is not going to be able to play yet again. He's going to miss his sixth consecutive game, so that means no wild card weekend for Lamar. Right. He's got the... Uh, injured knee well he tweeted out yesterday oh wait a minute let's change the music again yeah Lamar Lamar tweeted out thank you for everyone for your support and concerns regarding my injuries I want to give you all an update as I am in the recovery process I don't know if anybody's ever heard Lamar talk but this is a spot on impression I've suffered a (laughs) I've suffered a PCL grade 2 sprain on the borderline of a strain three. There is still inflammation surrounding my knee, and my knee remains unstable. I am still in good spirits as I continue with treatments on the road to recovery. I wish I could be out there with my guys more than anything, but I can't give 100% of myself to my guys and fans. I'm still hopeful we have a chance. Lamar. Lamar. Yeah, he's still hopeful. Actually, he's pointing out that you don't have a chance, and it's because I'm not playing, and you didn't give me my money before the season. Somebody's going to have to pay me. His season, I I don't know how that ends with them, because isn't it his parents negotiating his contract, not an agent? It's his mom and he is, and here's the thing. He, that offense, if you don't know anything about the Ravens, that offense is designed for Lamar Jackson. It's yeah. A, they're set up to run the ball. Yeah. And that's what they do. So they could, you know, hey, you got a long offseason. If you decide you want to trade him and somebody's willing to take him and pay him, that could happen. Somebody uh, you know, would be willing somebody to. Somebody would because, yeah. you know, there's so many crappy quarterbacks in the NFL. Yeah. When you think of great quarterbacks, there's only a handful of great quarterbacks. And yeah. then there's, I don't know, eight or nine, maybe ten decent good quarterbacks yeah and then you start to go just below average to god why do we have this guy right so 
yeah, somebody would take him. Oh, but maybe the Raiders would take him. <laughs> maybe the Raiders would. Who knows? The Los Angeles Rams, they have an understanding that if Sean McVay, their head coach, decides to step away for a year, they want him back. And in the interim, the head coach would be Raheem Morris, who is the defensive coordinator. Right. That's a good plan. Yeah. He, he says he's burnt out and he needs a break. He's going to take some more time to decide. But if that happens, they know what they're going to do. Despite the fact the Denver Broncos have asked to interview Raheem Morris, and there might be other teams interested as well. Okay. Chad Johnson, former uh, NFL wide receiver, uh, also known as Chad Ochocinco, put it out there yesterday. He would like to be on the Jets coaching staff. Yeah, he mm. would. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but here's the problem. He was an asshat during his playing days. Yes, he was. And it's hard to, it's hard to get that opinion of, of yourself out of people's how minds. Do you, how do you take a coach seriously yeah. at that point? I don't know. You know, If he's a and, coach, how do you take that seriously? Yeah, and it's the Jets who have not been taken seriously for a long time. And here they have a great defense, and they're one quarterback away from doing something. Right. So do you really want to nah, – it's just stupid. I'm, you know, I apologize for even reporting it. I do. Because well. <laughs> it's never going to happen. I, 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 you know what? Hang on one second. Change the music. Oh, again. <laughs> I, uh, I feel really bad about that last story I did regarding Chad Johnson slash Ocho Cinco because he has literally no chance of becoming uh, a Jets, uh, a member of the Jets coaching staff. So I, I truly apologize. Uh, I am RF Rod Fitzwell. Although, again, yeah. I, I maintain somebody please hire him as a coach so I, we can call him Coach Ocinco. I'm begging. That you. would be fantastic. That would be All the right. best. Check this out. Warwick Dunn, he was a former All-Pro running back for the Atlanta Falcons, and he is one of the nice guys. He's okay. a guy, he's a very charitable guy. He's a guy that, if I'm not mistaken, his mother uh, was a police officer and was shot to death on the job, uh, and he had to help raise his family because I think he was either entering college or still in high school when it happened. Right. Uh, but he is a guy that has always been a positive influence on everybody that's come in contact with him. He's a good, good dude. He had a 12-year career with the uh, Falcons and the Buccaneers. Yeah, he played for the Buccaneers for a long time. Well, when he left the Falcons, when he retired, he decided he'd purchase a minority stake in the Falcons. So he, he purchased a minority stake for $9 million. Okay. The team at the time was worth $856 million. The team is now worth over $4 billion. His investment has gone up 500%. Yeah. So good job. That's awesome. That's fantastic. He's yeah. a good guy. I, you like seeing good things happen to the good guys. You really do. Kevin Durant is uh, not playing for the Brooklyn Nets, as you know. He's got an injured knee, and they say he could be out for a month or more. Uh, and last night, the Celtics were in Brooklyn to take on the Nets, and this was going to be a marquee matchup until that happened. The uh, Brooklyn Nets end up losing to the Celtics 109-98. to In Philadelphia, Oklahoma City, the Thunder, they're not a great team, but they pull off upsets like you can't believe, and they pulled off another one last night, beating the 76ers, and they had Joel Embiid and James Harden. They had everybody out there. Beat them pretty good, 133-114. The Heat topped the Bucks, The Mavericks in overtime beat the Lakers, and the Cavaliers beat the Portland Trailblazers. Uh, in college basketball, the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers knocked off the ODU Monarchs by one. In Ooh. Norfolk, 67-66. And how they won was they got they got fouled. The guy was shooting a three, got fouled, went to the free throw line, shot three straight free throws, and that was the difference. University of South Alabama, the South Alabamians, uh, they topped JMU 63-62. The Seattle Kraken, only in their second year of an existence, uh, they started play last year. They're, they're a pretty damn good team. And last night they were in Boston and did something no one else was able to do this season. They handed the Bruins their first loss in regulation. Kraken win at 3-0. And not only was it the first loss in regulation for the Bruins this season, but the Bruins had not lost in regulation since last April. 
At home, yeah. Wow, good. Yeah. that's a yep. Hadn't lost I mean, at home it's in, funny that the accomplishment yeah. is just beating the, the team that yeah. you know hasn't lost in a while. Yeah, but it's again, like you said, they had, they're not they're not an old team. This no. team's been around for a very little while, and they're but, pretty good. Yeah, but you know what's crazy is that I remember when uh, when the Miami Marlins came into Major League Baseball and they had the expansion drive and everything. And you knew that the team wasn't going to be great right out of the gate. And, right. and you, the Carolina Panthers, you didn't think they were going to be great out of the gate. But things have changed so much that when you have these expansion drafts, you really can put together a decent team. Case in point, the Vegas Golden Knights went to the Stanley Cup in their first year of existence. Yeah. Seattle, they're in their second year of existence, and they actually could go There's to the Stanley Cup. There's a solid chance they could this they year. They absolutely yeah. could. When they put the team together, though, I remember people talking about because they were signing some aging players. Uh, at, the yeah. t- at the time, when well, they were you also them. you you have but so much money to spend, right? Of course, yeah. And not only that, but you also uh, you also need some name recognition to get fans in. to get fans in, yeah. yeah. And it doesn't hurt to have that kind of leadership on a new team, yeah. It yeah, does not, so, yeah. Uh, anyway, jumping ahead, I, I I can't believe this, but I are you minus the fun fact? I I forgot to come in here with a fun fact. That's uh, I should change be able the music to find a fun fact. Oh no, I'm <laughs> I'm really sorry. I I forgot to. Bring in a fun fact, so I, I don't have one to provide you with right now, so I apologize. Uh, we will, the show will continue, and and coming up next on the show, Sean, uh, what is that? Oh, you handed me a fun fact. I did. All right. In the mid nineteen sixties, the FBI spent two years investigating parental complaints that the Kingsman song "Louie Louie" was full of obscenities. In reality, no one actually understood the lyrics whatsoever. But didn't we find out that there is one in there? Like, there is one that they finally figured out? They dropped an F-bomb or something in it. Yeah, Did they Did they drop yeah. an F-bomb? That but it's, it's like in the distance, and you really have to... I thought we isolated it. Of well, course, you know what? We will, have to, we will have to see if we can figure that out later. Okay. 